0: Pepper with cheese. You son of a bitch! I'm right behind you. Turn around and ask me for pepper with cheese, yo. Why you gotta make me feel inferior? Cause I'm on the grill, b.
1: You're currently listening to episode 54 of Grill. How long, stay, mister? Ah. Uh,
0: I'm going to say, I got it in the oven. Hurry up. (laughs) I've got time
1: for you. Are you slow? Oh shit! No, uh, I got it six out. Uh, The slow person across from me is gonna be uh, Jonathan Tunamathan. Uh, I'm back, y'all. Also, oh, the Afro Latino with the mean grill. Oh, I don't know. That was terrible. Yeah, we're tired today. (laughs) Yeah, I am uh, your uh, host, uh, Bobby Stills. Uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny's back this week, which I'm happy about. Me too. Me too. Um, We are recording to you from uh, South Lake Union in Seattle, Washington Uh, Production of the Soundcast Network Uh, Keith is not here uh, but how you like the new studio, Johnny? I like it. It's looking good. It has a little bit more work to be done, but yeah. uh, it's definitely looking good. I like how we're off of that back wall we were on. Yeah, right. Uh, we're about to start live streaming here. I guess Twitch contacted. Uh, woo woo. we he... going to get some cameras up in the corners. Yeah. Some nanny cams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what are these motherfuckers doing? Uh, we still don't have a sponsor yet. I uh, need to get on top of that. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, somebody hit me up. Email me if you want to throw, throw me some money. Throw some down. Um, Yeah, I need to stop saying um and yeah, yeah. That I do. No, for sure. Okay, all right. Um, Yeah, keep it exciting. Right. Then stop saying right. (laughs) All right. Here we go. There. See, I can't. (laughs) All right. Uh, Work update, real quick. Uh, Johnny, you want to go first? We sure. I'll go. You want to tell people what happened while you're missing?
0: Uh, No, I definitely
1: do not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Shit popped off. Let's just say that. Shit was crazy. It was lit. It was lit. Damn. It was like lighted up. Do you know about Zaytoven's coming here this week? I did. Uh, I was thinking about. Q, you should come roll with me. Probably not. Q nightclub, man. Ooh. I'll put my least, least on the- favorite place I'll to put be. us on the list. They <laughs> got blossom steam after the kitchen. you know? Yeah, maybe. All right. Work update. You want to hit it up? Please? Uh Yeah. Uh, work's going
0: well. We, um, were closed for four dates for Christmas. Woo. 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 That was fun. And, uh, but we were pretty busy for the week leading up to Christmas. We had a lot of parties, but we were slow before that. It was kind of a bummer. Um, other than that, you know, uh, chef is doing really well. We're getting ready to be moving. Uh, I think our, we're thinking more of March right now. Um, uh, but we're definitely getting out of our restaurant in February. So that's really exciting. Um, as well as just the foods looking good. Um, Uh, We had a couple of rough nights this weekend or last weekend, Um, but I think we figured it out and just, you know, kind of move forward from that.
1: You know, we got some feedback on some of our social media platforms about people. I don't know if I've shared them with you, but people, Uh there's been a lot of people's like, tell Johnny to say the course. I know it's tough. And. You know, hang in there. Don't give up. You know, your (laughs) chef, it's not that he dislikes you. You know, he probably is just hard on you because he sees something. I mean, there's a lot of people that positive stuff that were like telling you, you know, just stick it out. Stay with it. Well, I'm sticking. You know, I'm chilling. You know, in the restaurant industry, we kind of, you try to stay at a place like a year at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, Just even if you hate it, just to say you were there a year. And if it gets that bad, like nine months. Ten months. Yeah, but you still just want to try. Yeah. I've been at uh, Honey Hole for a year and a half, and it's... You fitting? No, nah, not... I mean, it's chill. I mean, I, yeah. I, I like it. Uh, but there's people, like I said, there's somebody that wants my job there, and a hater's going to hate. you going hate. I don't know what else more I can do to no. do a better job. Uh, I'm, you know, perf- I feel like I'm outperforming a lot of people. Now, am I such a good manager? Not really. I kind of let people do what they're going to do. I get frustrated. Are you I, trying to be a good manager? I am a good manager. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying I'm not the thorough, like, oh, okay, boss word. people around. My whole thing is, like, you know what your job is. I'm not a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you need to get done, and you're not doing it. I'm gonna fucking chew you out. But th- there's such kitten paws in that kitchen. Yeah, that's it's a bummer. very it's a very chill, chill kitchen. It's I'll, not like any other line I've ever worked. Are before. those people like serious cooks at all?
0: Or no, they're just like there
1: are people there that are that are, come from being. You but know, they're just trying to chill. Yeah, they're just trying to chill. Word. And then there's kids that are there, and I try to teach them about technique and mm-hmm. the reasons why. Yeah, for sure. You know, you you do something a certain way. And there's a right way and there's a wrong way. I got into it with somebody had showed me uh, how to chiffonade basil the wrong way. And oh, with, the the <laughs> with the stem or against the stem?
0: With the stem. I mean, yeah,
1: you should go down with yeah. the stem. But you don't go, you don't go like from the big side of the leaf down, right? That's, yeah. Oh, okay, Where? So they showed me how to do it the wrong way. And I was like, you're the boss. You know, I'm going to do it the way you want it to be done. And somebody's like, why is this shit all nasty? And then I, yeah, that's right. It turns black, you know? And, uh then somebody else asked me why I did it that way. And I said, this is the way I, I was showing how to do it here. I know it's the wrong way. Ooh. See, I got on hell about that shit before. Snitching. too. I know, whatever.
0: It's cool. I haven't decided that I'll snitch. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, and that's why I told him. I was like, yo, man, I asked him why. And he said, that's just the way we do it here. But uh, my work update. Yeah. Same old shit. Uh, I had four days off before Ooh. Christmas. It was really nice. Before? Or well, like, you know, oh, over word. the Christmas weekend. Uh, my boss is out of town for like yeah, my boss is too. 10, 10, 12 days, something like that. So, you know, I'm just going to try to, you know, pick up some slack and help out where I can. That's good. And uh, everybody's doing a good job. It's good. been slow. I hope it picks up here pretty soon. I think uh, it will. After the new year, it should probably pick back it's up. It's tough, man. We were yeah. talking about, I was talking to the owners today about people guarding their money. You know, not when they don't know what's going to happen with, uh, Donald Trump,
0: but I mean, food's still food and people like to go out and have a good time. Word. Nice, quick, uh, work updates. Especially
1: at Honey Hole. Um, eat anywhere good? Nope. I did. (laughs) I did. I'm always eating somewhere. I don't know where I ate at. That
0: was delicious. Well, the day of my disappearance, I (laughs) (laughs) went and ate at Mean Sandwich to go visit my, uh, big bro snap. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot of shit about that. It's bomb. I mean, they have a couple, a couple flaws, but I mean, it's a new business. Um, and they have delicious sandwiches. I got the poo-poo platter. So I was I went in and I was like, let me get her thing. And uh, so I got one of, almost one of each a sandwich. I didn't get the beef tartare sandwich because I was bringing that to the boys at work. So I was like- Sounds uh. like heat. Well, it sounds good, but I was like, I don't know if it's going to keep for like 15, 20 minutes in my hot ass car. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, gross.
1: Like,
0: so uh, <clears throat> so yeah, so I went there, I got- uh, the mean sandwich, I got the John Claude Van Ham. The mean sandwich is like kind of like a roast beef sandwich, or, or something like that, roast beef sandwich. It's good. Um, or, no, it was corned beef. Corned beef with cabbage, and it was fucking delicious. Um, and then the John Claude Van Ham was a pork sausage with ham and slaw and hella horseradish, like, burnt, like, nostril hair is gone, <laughs> you know? can't breathe, dog. Yeah. Uh, then they had an eggplant cutlet sandwich, which is really bomb. It was like a fried eggplant with beets and all this other shit. It was flame. Um, What's the price point here i i want to say like 10 bucks 11 bucks for no, sandwich that's not bad man. no it's not too bad the thing that was lit was that they do fried potato skin so they'd like core out the t- potato and no, then they, they fry those skin. skins and i like after i got all the sandwiches they were like do you want those uh taco style and i was like nah i ain't trying to blow out the boys like that man <laughs> like, like we're about to get in, but not like that. So I brought them in. We cut them in fours. We ate them all. Oh, um, you took these into work? Yeah, I took them into work. Um, and they were delicious. They had a fish sandwich that wasn't that hot because they, like, changed the fish, but keep the set. You know, so it's not like a changing sandwich. Oh, um, yeah. And that one was, I think, sardines or something like that. Um, I d- and I don't feel sardines. But uh, everything else was good. Those fried potato skins, just the plain ones, like, bomb. Um, So, yeah, I gave it uh, an, a 9 out of
1: 10. That's a that's a pretty big standard. That's yeah, number very big number for it you. It was a uh, it was
0: a good sandwich. It was a fast sandwich. It stayed hot. They wrap it in those nice little you know sandwich ba- um, wrappers for you. They, they fucking with the honey hole. Uh, you don't ever eat the honey hole. I've eaten at the honey hole. I mean, our sandwiches are flame Your sandwiches are good. I probably haven't been there on the day you're there though because sometimes I go there.
1: I'm like VIP. I go there randomly. Ticket t- number forty five VIP. Yeah, and I'm never really that hungry. Very important, just like, but they're good sandwiches. They're large sandwiches. Yeah, that's the thing about it. I don't. I don't know. I have to get down there. Uh Chris, yeah. Christmas dinner. Ooh, what'd you do? Uh, Christmas dinner: meatloaf, potatoes, um,
0: green beans, and corn pudding by my sister. And I had nowhere to go. I was all by
1: my loans. So. What?
0: Why didn't you call me? <laughs> nah, I you could have kicked it with me and and, and uncle and uncle uh,
1: uncle Fee. Nah, I went. I went and hung out with my homeboy James, or or social media director here on Girl Holland mister. Steak Mr. Uh, it's out It's resting Slicing Thank you Um, Yeah we tried to find somewhere to eat Yo seattleeater.com You fucking blow dicks They're like no They say that it might be closed No they say No they say it's open And they have like a special So you were driving around And you were just like nah. Oh nah And then I My homeboy was working at a bar I went up in there He had that free buffet Ooh So he had some uh, grilled chicken Some uh, kalua pork Some rice Some macaroni salad Was some... this a large gentleman? Nah, nah. Oh? No. Was it? It's my homeboy Keegan. I mean, he just hooked it up. But uh, Lumpia, man, he fucked up Lumpia. I don't know how you fuck up Lumpia. Is he Filipino? Yeah, he's Asian. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, he like covered it in sauce. It's like I've nice. rolled thousands of lumpia my my life. Just put it on the side. Never, yeah, never <laughs> once have I went. Ooh, let me fry these, pan fry these, or deep and fry cover these the movie, sauce. and then cover it with sauce. I don't. You're smoking something. <laughs> so, but shout out. It was good. Drank the bar. Did yeah. it taste right though? No, because it was. It just, was soggy. It was just soggy as fuck. Yeah, yeah that's, a that's a shame. That's a shame. So, but yeah, that's Merry, good. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.
0: Yeah, I had a great Christmas.
1: I got to see my fam. Yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody out there yeah. listening on the show I hope you had a good one last Chefs, week
0: Actually, what's today? Uh, is it the third or fourth day of Hanukkah?
1: Hanukkah
0: Yeah, it's the third day I it's believe uh, No, it's the fourth because Saturday was the first Saturday, Sunday, Monday I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible Jew
1: My lady's a Jew My mom so. didn't call me and uh, wish me a happy Hanukkah like she does every year Oh, that's yeah. a shame Whatever I lit some menorah <laughs> He yeah. was lit, fam. Yeah, we lit three. <laughs> We're real Jewish. All right. Uh, yeah, 10 minutes into the... Keith's going to kill us. Just 10 minutes <laughs> to our updates. Sorry. Of we haven't seen each other in like three weeks. No, people are probably missing you. Uh, what do we want to cover first? We want to cover the bad
0: food trends? Uh, no, let's cover... So we wanted to talk about like some things that people don't... Uh, really know about the kitchen and just some kind of just like some bullshit articles that we no but that are funny. Yeah. Basically we wanted to go over the family tree of the kitchen. Yeah. We've been kind of like grim lately, except for last week's episode. You guys were funny and I was, I was depressed. I had to turn it (laughs) off because I was like, you guys are having fun.
1: Yeah. We're going to have Pam and we're going to have Rick back. We're going to, I was talking about on the show that you guys would be here next week. Yeah. We'll do it. Pam said she would come back. I wanted to have a round table since so we've got. Yeah, the new we'll have a round table, round square. We can table. do round table
0: next week for sure. You hey,
1: like this new mic up here? I
0: do. Somebody can Keith can stand over and rest his balls on your shoulder. It's lit,
1: fam. <laughs> it's lit.
0: All right. So yeah. So um, a little knowledge for you. A little knowledge for y'all because uh, you know a lot of people throw out terms and uh, call titles to people, and you're like, I don't really know if that person falls into that general uh, title. So um, this is we start
1: at the bottom or start at the top.
0: Let's start at the bottom, so like everybody knows. So right this up
1: on the bottom. This comes good.
0: from uh, ChefHelp.co.uk.
1: ChefHelp Uh, UK. Yeah. It's a, you
0: know, overseas, overseas site, but, uh, they're going to start at the, we're going to start at the bottom and that is a comice chef. So basically in a kitchen, there's stages that you go through. Um, some of us start at dishwasher. So like we would consider that the lowest position, um, even though they grind it out hard and we love them and we respect them a lot. Uh, at least nowadays we do, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. So there's stages that you go through before you can become, the high and mighty, the big dog, the leader, the leader, Jefe. Jefe, you know, uh, that guy that everybody looks up to and knows everything or thinks that they do.
1: Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And it changes from, uh, Europe to the U S to, the US, to yeah.
0: down to all. We, you know. I feel like in the U S we actually have less tiers than, uh, they do here. Yeah. I mean,
1: they, there's, there's less, uh, less history. Let's yeah. find dining places. But if
0: there's a place that wants to do it, like, uh, I know that, uh, Marcus Charles does
1: it. R.I.P. to uh, Bell and Wheat. What? <laughs> yeah. They're closing? It's already closed. What? Yeah.
0: No way. Yeah, they're opening back up, though. They're okay, I back. thought they were going to get it. Oh, is that why they're doing the fucking brewery? Yeah. Oh, shit. But they're still that, their... that build out was fucking huge. I, I was know. like, there's no way. Anyway. But anyway, uh, that's a shame. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we started at the Comise Chef, uh, or as we like to call it in America, a line cook. That's right. Uh, the but, but basically a lead line. Yeah, a lead line. Um, the commis chef is a determined junior chef uh, who enjoyed the first rule rung um, of the ladder of their chosen career. They rarely have two days off <laughs> that are the same as there's so much to learn and to take uh, on board. Got to be there in that restaurant. Right? So what they do, what their responsibilities are, are dealing with deliveries, um, preparing ingredients for more senior chefs. So prep work. Uh, maintaining high standards of hygiene. So look everybody good. should be doing Yeah, this everybody shit. should be looking good. But like some, he's
1: in charge of making sure everybody, everybody else, else looks is
0: doing Yeah. It. So making sure that line looks very efficient and sexy. That's no right. beards, you know, uh, all that sort of shit. Trim it up, baby. Trim it up F- and Check them do,
1: fingernails, Tell me.
0: Exactly. And if you do have a beard, just make it look hot. Right? Do five you know, golf cattle. I can't grow one. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> anyway. Uh Measuring portion sizes. So if you're working at a restaurant that is moving a lot of food out, then you're gonna have to portion meats out. Pre portions. Um. Yeah. Maybe even. Uh. You know. I know places that portion out a few veggies if you have that going on. Um. Or yeah, things like that. Um. Measuring ingredients. I don't really know what that means.
1: Um, you're, you're you're measuring the ingredients for uh, larger like make, larger product, larger projects. Yeah. Okay. So oh, so like kidding. Yeah. So yeah, making kits. Making Me kits. and Johnny have made a mini kits. Let's just knock this kit out before we get out here. Yeah. Guys. Exactly. Gotta do it tomorrow. And then you come in tomorrow and it's, and it's like, ready oh, to go. The garlic is chopped too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's, it's lit,
0: fam. Yeah, that's the shit. Um, so yeah, so that's what they do. And it's basically yeah, like the lead line or demi sue as they say or whatever. Um, but it's a it's a pretty low position. It's grueling. I've worked it before. That's probably the position that I've been the most. Um it's just that be it truly. Really. All right. Next up on the that party chef. Yep. The chef <laughs> de partie. So uh you see these a few times. Um shout out Amy, Amy Beaumier. So, she is definitely uh, a chef de partie. Um, they're a private chef, uh, the private dining chefs. So they're the ones that like when you have a restaurant with large. Um, no,
1: they're no, they're
0: the they're, they're st- station station chefs. Oh, station chefs. Oh, this is different than our chef de partie. Then yeah. Um, so yeah, let me actually read them. That's <laughs> a chef de cuisine. Ooh. Uh, the chef de partie will oversee specific areas of the kitchen, such as fish, meat, or vegetables, which is why they're sometimes known as the station chef. Oh, so they're like an overseer. So like an actual sous.
1: Yeah. So it, you're 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 a specific sous of a station. So let's say you have um, four, you know, two or three people working a uh, mm-hmm. uh, meat, like you know how like uh, local fish three- chefs. Has two people on their grill yeah so they have two on a wood grill and then you have one person kind of like well how oh you? i get it now so, so
0: they're you? the chef of the party like those two are a pair or whatever and yeah, he's right. going to be the leader of that's, those two that's right that so you, makes have, sense. you have your own
1: little crew yeah for sure and you're like come on oh and then yeah and then you're right. also the one plating up the station's food Right. It. So if you're you know cold line, you you got your salads, your desserts up. Oh, but they have a little bit more because they manage
0: ingredient waste, which yes. is really important because All that's right. going to help you in the long run to see what your overhead is. Um, training the chefs, as we were saying, uh, monitoring station control. Yes. Uh, and presenting the food. Yeah. Though often receiving assistance from junior chefs in ensuring the cooking of the food. They're very hands on and will expect to work. Yeah. So, you know, they're grinders.
1: Yeah, you're, you're the man you're the man so you're basically the best out of like like my favorite station to work in any kitchen is is the grill grill I uh, think saute he that's no, my favorite is grill learn. Oh, uh, Johnny's at a pretty baller on a saute station gracias, I've, gracias. I've seen him toss toss them fucking uh, flick it, the flick it <laughs> yeah, he can whip it up pretty well uh, but my, my my cross marks are fucking on point yeah on I, the, I, I can, agree with, I can nice agree with that I keep my grill nice and clean uh, so pretty much you're the most badass on any station and so you'd be the one training anybody on a new station so if you you got somebody that's moving up from uh cold line or um, they're like this motherfucker make hot salads too like check it out <laughs> yeah you're bang, the bang. one training so that's that, that
0: that's your uh, chef de porte. that's awesome uh, the next is one of my favorites because they're the ones who give me dirty snacks <laughs> uh, pastry chefs Pam we had Pam in here last week I know I just love it when I used to work catering there was this uh, one oh man I can't remember her last name but her first name was Lauren she was great um, and every day she would come in she's like Johnny I have diabetes for you and it'd just be a big bowl of chocolate like anything, just ganache or fucking
1: brownies just smothered and shit. I was like, oh yeah, it's like eight in the morning. But you really need to be able to work hand in hand with your pastry. Chef. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, You know, and that's why they're pretty, ch- they're ch- usually chill people. I've met some really angry bakers before. Well, they also wake up at fucking odd hours of the day. Yeah, but you still, I mean, but there's ones that come in there and cook, you know, side by side with us. You, you got to share true. space. That's true. Um. So, and so I've especially had private dining, you know. Oh yeah. So pastry chefs are usually pretty chill
0: yeah and so what a pastry chef is is uh it's a job which uh needs real flair for detail and creativity and after taking relevant qualifications they will spend a typical day carrying out tasks like making bread to designing and creating desserts which is which doesn't sound like too much um but when you think about it most places when you have a pastry chef they're actually creating those desserts so when you think of all the components that go on the dish the chef is usually not doing that they'll probably take care of that and and combine with the chef and make sure, and he'll give like the final okay.
1: Or the chef passes it along to us and we don't know anything about yeah, exactly. baking are making desserts and we usually fuck it up.
0: So yeah, as it says here, they will liaison with executive chef regarding menu development, um, managing junior chefs in large commercial kitchens, creating pastry cakes, biscuits, pies, and ice creams, um, designing and creating the desserts and making bread. Uh, I've done a lot of these things. I've never been a pastry chef because it's, no, because that wasn't your job. That yeah, wasn't specifically I've your job. Cooked,
1: you did tasks. I just area. cooked pastry.
0: Um, but I know a lot of pastry chefs and they're bad asses and like Super they even, they cross over dude. They're, they're not just bakers and they cook on the line. Yeah. But some of
1: them are only, bakers. yeah, some of them are only bakers. Some are very, very intimidated by a line. Yeah. Cause it's fast paced. It, and being yeah. on a line is much, much different from taking your time and having patience and, and working. But they make those Madeline, that Madeline dough so lit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I love
0: my pastry. Oh, and then here we go. We're getting into the big dog. So there's only a few more tiers here. Um, now we're into the sous chef. The sous chef is well known as. Uh, Sorry, the sous chef will know as much about the day-to-day operations of the creating of the establishment as a head or executive chef as they will need to stand in from them for
1: time to time for absences. You know, sometimes that head chef gets drunk on wine and has to leave.
0: Yeah, or he has to go be a famous superstar somewhere and like, you know, be on top chef. Yeah, so they do administrative work, planning and directing food preparation, uh, staff management, assisting the head or executive chef, delegating tasks to uh, the top chefs who report upwards.
1: Yeah. Sous chefs are your stand-ins. You're, uh, they're, they're the boss when the boss is gone mm-hmm. and uh, what they says go, it might as well be uh, straight from the boss. And a lot of times they tell you it is from the boss, even though it's what they want you to do. Right. And that but, doesn't matter though, because they're still a that, boss. That's right. They grind they they grinded. Yeah. And and they and they they know all the tricks in the book too. Yeah. They didn't nobody just comes in and that's the we me and Johnny are gonna talk soon about uh culinary school versus yeah. uh, climbing up the some, ladder, which we've talked in before. Here. But uh motherfuckers come straight out of culinary school and think they're gonna be a sous chef. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. just not true. And you and when you see what all these other people
0: do underneath these sous chefs, then you realize that like maybe i should go and do that because they're doing a lot they're that's like you know how yeah, you get never, your
1: experience. And also how work you, in the
0: trenches. And
1: that's exactly how you going to know what somebody else is doing. If you've never done it before.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And how is somebody going to trust you to know what you're saying? If you actually haven't done it, even if you've did it in a class or something like that, but we'll get into that. No bit. respect. Right? No, 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 no. I have respect. No, for I'm
1: saying I throw no respect to somebody that hasn't oh, fucking yeah, yeah. been in my position before that comes in and tells me how to do my job. We've dealt with a couple people like that to come in and it's like, you can't even fuck. You can't even fucking make pasta by hand, but yet yeah, you're going to tell me my fucking pasta. Sucks. Do you even brune bro? labra <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, the
0: next is uh one of the more bigger dogs. Your boy. Your boy. No, not me. Uh or or you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is the head chef. The head chef manages the whole kitchen and in an absence of an executive chef, they will be the top branch of the tree. They bring with them years of specialist experience and can have a remarkably wide remit. Um, They order produce. They train the staff responsible for hiring and uh, recruitment, overseeing all cooking. So basically they just make sure everything is
1: lit. Yeah. And dope. Been, you basically know, basically their name and their face on the uh, on the stuff that's coming out yeah, of the like kitchen. Their, yeah, exactly. So when people come in, they're like, oh, that's the blah, 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 blah. That's right. And um, ultimately, and so it doesn't matter who fucks up shit in your kitchen, from your sous chef all the way down to your dishwasher, Who, it, it, it's not their fault. It's ultimately the head chef's fault. That's a lot of positions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the top position is executive chef. Uh, the executive chef may be seen cooking, but more often acts as the manager of the kitchen or even multiple kitchens, which is very important. This is why they might be absent sometimes. Um, they've worked for years to reach this position, and the decisions they make set the tone for the food served. And while their title can often interchange with head chef, they can also report upwards. I don't know where.
1: Yeah, that's all I'm saying. The owners? Yeah, the owners. Investors. investors.
0: Yeah, sometimes investors get a big...
1: Fr- of the house manager
0: nah,
1: nah. Yeah, I mean it's somebody that's running a beer program someone yay. Yeah. yeah
0: but definitely not a not a, no nah, not front house manager they can eat dick Uh <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right, shit. I didn't know everyone took so shit. This shit all serious and stuff.
1: I know. We. we I told you. I think I told you already, my homie. When I shit on servers, shout not be out. G- I got to shout out Morgan and Barbie right now. Uh, <laughs> Morgan is a bartender down at Went uh, When Tom Douglas's restaurant, he's been there for fuck forever. Forever. That's one of his first. That is, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and he, what, yeah. He, he's like, uh, he does not like the disrespect we throw at the front of the house. Whatever.
0: I'm not trying to hate on nobody. I'm just making jokes because I talk that shit. Yeah, but so he
1: wants to come in here and defend himself. And I said, you have at it all day, man. I mean, he can come in. We got to meet before and, like assholes. shake hands, but like, we nah, can go ding, he, ding, ding. Morgan, Morgan <laughs> sends the homie and His girlfriend Barbie's the
0: truth. All right, so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so what the executive chef does is divide the menus, uh, liaison with the suppliers, manages the budgets while creating new dishes. Um, so they do a lot of desk work, clipboard work, you know. That's right, that office chef. But uh, they sometimes can be doing upwards to, you know, five or six restaurants that
1: they're managing. Yeah. yeah, so it's money. You what... Tom Douglas, uh, Maria Hines, those would all be executive yeah, Renee chefs. Renée, yeah, those are all executive chefs. Yeah. Um they run shit. Uh they oversee the menu and stuff like that. But I mean, ultimately it's their it's their name on the line and uh they deserve their title. No, yeah, they Not definitely do. that shit away with this. Uh so that is going to Bring us to the end of the portion of the show where we uh, teach you about the family tree of uh, chefery. Yeah, we only have a few because it's like you work the line and then, you know,
0: you. Can, yeah, there, me and Johnny are used to working, uh, you know. You're like Junior Sue or Sue. Demi. Yeah, and then you're fucking head chef. Yeah. And then uh, chef de cuisine. Yeah. And then that's about it. Or you can be executive chef, but nobody really
1: wants to be executive chef. De- See, when you're a chef, when you're um, when you're that uh, that's what you do, when chef de like partie. You get to ask, "Grow, how long steak Mister?" Oh, that's true. I already sliced it. It's on the plate. It's <laughs> cold though. Yeah. Well, it that's died. It died. I called it. it say- <laughs> uh, we're going to go over the end of 2016, 2017. Please uh, be a better year than last year. Man. Uh, can I just give a quick shout out? Cause I was, I was like, yeah,
0: bro. I was like, why?
1: No. Princess Leia, dude. My lady was like, I don't really get it. <laughs> it's
0: like, you shouldn't.
1: But we're just going to go over a quick list of some of the uh, worst food moments of 2000. 2016. Before we wrap up the show with our ingredient of the week, choo, choo, choo. Uh, first up, um, all the times the presidential election coverage focused on what candidates were eating, their uh, eating habits instead of actually issues. Yeah, you heard a lot about uh, what they had for dinner. You know, uh, KFC and Donald, Donald Trump, Trump, what he's like and eating. Uh, I don't fucking really care what they're eating. I mean, Michelle Obama was eating that good, though. Yeah, she looked healthy. She's, yeah, she's always healthy. She's a
0: hell of fit. That's a fine black lady.
1: Um, another one. Uh, the Texas Texas Rangers revealed uh, a new. Uh, menu mashup at their ballpark that's pretty fucking gross what you got what you uh, got I don't know they did a porn a porn cop his pita so it was a pita with popcorn and nacho cheese uh, they did a bunch of weird just random crossover we have we covered some this year we covered the yeah, yeah, yeah. bullshit stuff like that but that's that's kind of the novelty thing that was happening in 2016 was a lot of We're not about that life. a lot of crossovers uh, when you're really stoned I mean it sounds like a good idea and I think with weed being legal maybe these companies are trying to take advantage of yeah yeah yeah, I mean, Jack in the Box has a capital on that shit. <laughs> that late, late night menu. Uh, now, this next one, uh, Johnny had just recently found out happened. But for you uh, longtime listeners of Grow How Long Steak, Mister, uh, we covered this last early last year uh, when we found out that uh, Parmesan cheese actually contains wood pulp.
0: Weird. So they like take the wood bark off and mash it up with some water and shit?
1: Yeah. The FDA, um, it's just filler. Um, it's, it's wood pulp. They... Um, just pull it out and mix it in with the cheese before they, um, yeah, before they. wonder if it helped keep it soft or something. Yeah, it's cellulose, which is also known as wood pulp. Um, and then, I don't know about this one. Uh, this is, anytime sexual harassment was considered okay in the food industry or anywhere at all. I didn't know that it was considered okay. No, it's never okay. Yeah, uh, but let's well, just it ha- guy on guy. It happens. Yeah, that's what I say. People, <laughs> I grab dudes in my but kitchen. But some people all are uncomfortable, time. and you know that, and then you don't mess with them. But like, yeah, there's a lot of grab ass in the kitchen and stuff like that. But and you say rude shit to girls all the time. I like girls that can give it back too. You don't mean anything offensive. No, yeah, by
0: it. it's just. But sometimes, but that's the that's the thing that sucks is like sometimes there's that one person that does and is creepy and is ruining it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The shout out actually- Riyadh. <laughs> that motherfucker fucked everything up. He He's like talking about taking girls on, like kidnapping them and shit. And
1: like, yeah. no, dude. And he's like, you know what I do to her. And I was like, yo, <laughs> that's your boss, homie. You can't speak that way about oh, your boss. You wee. can speak like that about another man <laughs> in the kitchen. But um, yeah, it's all in good fun. Uh Now, a lot, there's a lot of sexual references that get thrown around a kitchen, and, yeah. and you're honestly, it's not a sexual reference. It's actually a reference I use in the kitchen, like I'm coming behind you. Yeah, exactly. Um, we uh, just say
0: tangling the wrangle, and then that makes it just a little bit less provocative and you know?
1: we're, we're going to get more to that about kitchen talk one of these episodes yeah we um, should do it soon because it gets hot and heavy um the moment the words avocado shorted enter, entered anybody's I'm like, I don't really down. care about avocados. Dude, it was a it was a real crisis, man. Uh, <laughs> Mexico not producing enough? Yeah, they were, you know, the, the prices went up on avocados. You know people be tripping about <laughs> avocados. I'm not a big avocado fan. I mean, they're good, nah. they're creamy, they're nice, but people were tripping. And we did. We saw a huge markup. <laughs> Latins across America were like, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, now, I'll never get tired of this next one, uh, this trend of 2016 uh, that needs to go out, because I love it. Uh, the continuation of beef between Anthony Bourdain and Guy Fieri. Yeah, you love that shit. Yeah, shit's fire, because I don't understand why Anthony Bourdain is entertaining. He's not enough. entertaining. He's kind of boring. Oh, no, he's just talking smack. No, nah, I listened to uh, the Munchies podcast with Anthony Bourdain. Oh, and yeah? It was pretty good. Right. He on, wasn't on TV and shit. So was he, he Evanescence brought back to life? Wake me up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Another thing that I covered earlier last year, around the same time that I covered the wood pulp, was uh, when it was actually revealed that uh, most of the olive oil you people out there are buying is probably most definitely fake. Probably most death Uh, fake. They said that in one study uh, grocery stores across the United States, at least 70% of the olive oil tested from the store shelves contained some instance of food fraud. (gasps) 70%. You're paying all that money for pure pure. Extra virgin olive oil. I don't, I mean, I use And them, it's that grapeseed oil? Oh, I mean, that's cool. I like grapeseed oil. Whatever. I don't know. I'd rather have grapeseed oil. Okay. Another one that's uh, another thing that's uh, going out of style is uh, when <laughs> they said climate change could cause lobsters to go extinct. That will never happen. That'll never happen. Those things are fucking dinosaurs. That's right. And we'll breed them. <laughs> I mean, that Shawnee, no idea. Lobster farm. <laughs> Let's do it. Lobster plantation. If you can get a blue lobster. <laughs> You heard about that motherfucker
0: that got the blue lobster in Florida? I think it was gangster. Yeah,
1: I was like, what? That doesn't that's not real. Uh another two
0: words, uh wine terrorists. Yeah, oh dude. They were just hopping on trucks. Just yeah. like,
1: fuck your wine. Yeah, that was some shady yeah, shit. Yeah, what about. was that happening? In France or something like that? Yeah, they were busting up. It was fake wines. Yeah. And they were like jacking people or they were,
0: you know. Oh, and it was hurting the the wine industry over there because like the real wine vendors couldn't get their good wine out. That's right. That was, yeah, that's fucked up. I remember
1: reading about that a little bit. And last but not least, the time that a Guy Fury bar crawl happened. Uh, a bunch of people dressed up as uh, Guy Fury and went bar hopping in uh, Times Square to to, to Guy <laughs> Guy uh, Guy Fury's American Kitchen and Bar in Times Square. Jesus, I think it's about time we post that fake uh, menu back up on the <laughs> up on our website. Possibly. All right, uh, that's going to bring us to the end of episode. Uh, what is it, Fifty four. Um, yeah, I'm glad to have Johnny back. I missed you last week. It wow. was, it was fun having Pam. I, I, I've talked to a lot of people and they, yeah, no, Pam, Pam's great, but I want to get her in here for a round table. Uh, let's get on to that ingredient of the week. We're doing olives. Olives. Yeah. We're just going to keep it broad. Yeah. You can do whatever olive you want. Yeah. Johnny, you want me to go first? You go first. Oh, uh, no, 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 I like the simple stuff. Yeah. Like simple, the, but good, uh, works for me. And, um, yeah, let me see. I'm going to do a, uh, black olive dip. Uh, so what you're going to need, you're going to need an eight ounce package of cream cheese color to sit out for a little bit, about a half cup of uh, sour cream. Uh, I don't know, a can, you can get fresh black olives. I just get canned ones. Um, I don't know, one small onion, quarter teaspoon of garlic powder, quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Uh, but yeah, don't even use, use real garlic. Use, one clove of garlic and then or are you going to toast that shit something? no 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 because i'm gonna throw everything into a kitchen aid keep it a, a spicy Roboku <laughs> uh and then you're gonna want some fresh cilantro so what you're gonna do is you're gonna chop uh leave everything out uh except the cream leave everything put everything into a roboku, and except the cream cheese and then you're gonna want to pulse it for I don't know six times depends on how 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 fine you want it. yeah, if you want to keep it chunky, you can keep it chunky or you can get like a make a nice thin paste mm-hmm. pull it out and then fold in that cream cheese with it. Um, you can uh, put some fresh cilantro on top of it or just put all your cilantro into it uh-huh. and there you go. you got a nice uh black olive uh, cream cheese dip Yum. super super easy. Little app, you can serve it with some caviar or, or some house made crostini, some, some salmon, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. All
0: right, well, that sounds good. Um, oh, I'm so tired. Uh, so I am going to do an olive caper lemon vinaigrette. Um, we do this at the restaurant, it's really bomb. But what we do is we take pimento stuffed uh, Castle Vetrano olives and we slice them down into little rings nice and sexy Um, take your so you can probably take you know it it depends on how much you want to make you know this is all relative it's just a vinaigrette so you just make it hot Uh, so take however many um, olives you want and you'll slice those down real thin with your knife and um, just pop those in a bowl Uh, take another bowl and take your capers out and soak them
1: you know what are you soaking them in?
0: in water Okay. You're just trying to leach the salt off because they're usually, they're it's super salty. Yeah, they're cooking in the salt. So you want to leach that salt off, which is great though, because it's going to make it so that you don't have to add too much salt to the vinaigrette later. Um, then after, you know, those are nice and uh, unsalted. You'll take them out and chop them up real fine with your knife. I don't. I wouldn't use a roboku just because it's just gonna make everything kind of just mushy. Um, The texture and the like flakes of caper is actually really nice. Uh, So yeah. So you'll do that um, and toss that in the bowl with a a little bit um, of salt and pepper. Uh, I do a little onion garlic sweated down mixture. So what we do is we take the onions garlic, shave them down like um, real fine. Just like soup or and the, shaving them, with? Uh, not shaving now. We just uh <laughs> chop them up, you know, <laughs> okay. dice them up, but we like it's almost like a burrito, but bourgeois.
1: you could you could shave it on like yeah, you can shave it. either a mandolin or like a grater,
0: yeah, exactly. Grater. But we cook them down basically real low and slow until it's just like nothing, it's just literally translucent, mush, yeah, mush. And then you fold it in, and then it's just nice, it's aromatics, you know. Um, and then you'll just hit it with uh, with some olive oil. And then what we'll do with the lemon is we'll take a few lemons, maybe like five or six, um, we'll zest those lemons um we'll cut and get the juice out not, of those lemons zest. i mean you don't have to zest all of them it's just however you want uh i mean wh- when we make it we make like a quart and a half so oh, that's why I mean, large portions yeah you know like large portions um so yeah and then you'll uh sorry you'll take the juice from the lemons and you'll squeeze that in there as well um and then you'll just emulsify some olive oil into there or some canola oil or whatever you'd like to use olive oil yeah that fake olive oil right um and just make it till it's nice and uh you know, chunky. We like chunky vinaigrettes over at our restaurant. So
1: do I. Yeah. I, I like
0: chunky It gives it a little bit more body, you know? Like, we'll, we'll supreme some oranges when we make our orange vinaigrettes. Sounds like and a good like
1: vinaigrette.
0: Yeah, it's delicious. And then you can put it on top of fish. We put it on top of meat all the time. Yeah, you don't have to serve beef. it on a salad. Yeah. Um, what kind of vinegar do you use? You know, apple cider. Okay. Or actually, no, use champagne. Use champagne or... Um, mm. Or, or even like so white wine. Big. White wine vinegar is delicious. I made
1: a I made a cranberry vinaigrette last last week. though. oh really pretty bomb. That's good. I
0: made a balsamic vinaigrette.
1: Ball, balls, <laughs> Somebody else was like talking shit, and they were like, you know, uh, what is it that produced balsamic vinaigrette is bullshit? know, when it makes balsamic reduction. Yeah, Why? Okay. we put it on our dessert? Oh, so, so good. Yeah, it's with a little basil cheating. oil. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. It says easy, easy stuff. Yeah, it's nothing too major. Okay, uh, social medias. Uh, it's going to be grow how long stake mister at Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be how long stake mister at Instagram. You Instagram. can catch me on the gram at Bobby Stills. Stills. B O B B Y S T I L S. Cross the money. The man on, to, uh, on uh, Instagram is going to be Johnny Toonami. Let's hit him up. Uh, questions, comments, uh, show topics, ideas. If you want to pay for our show, uh, if you like, you know, this. <laughs> if like you wanna meet us in person and buy us lunch. You wanna meet us in the streets, dog? We can handle this. knife fight, uh, whatever. Float your boats. Uh, it's gonna be grill how long steak mister at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. I wanna thank uh, Studio 212 for letting us record here. Keith, I miss you uh, I hope you're okay. He's alright, he's doing alright. And uh, I wanna thank Soundcast Network for hosting us and uh, we'll be back next week with some round table discussion, hopefully. Boo-boo. grill. How long steak mister? five minutes out
0: eat a dick bitch